0: and welcome to episode 11 of The Long Haul from USHIP. Another quick and informative episode today with my colleague Dean. Uh, Today we go over some trends we're seeing uh, on our marketplace and how we are bucking the trend of the industry at large. Also some tips on how to set up your profile for success on the site, including how to make edits to set yourself up for the resurgence in freight that we are seeing. I hope you enjoy. All right, joining me once again Dean Jutilla, our guru of everything as we get through all this. Dean, thanks for being with me again. Hi,
1: Joe. How you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty great. It's Friday. It's a nice day outside. Things are starting to look a little bit more better. That's stupid. Let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You, uh, why can't I talk right now? Counting down from five. All right, joining me again, as always, Dean Jutilla, our guru for everything marketing and ship related through all this. Dean, how's it going today?
1: Joe, I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. I can't complain on my end. Things are starting to look rosy again. Um, we have some interesting stuff to talk about and uh, mm-hmm. some potentially good news, so I'm excited to uh, talk through that with you.
1: But first, um, Joe, it is today is April 24th, and I have to say happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. Friday, April twenty fourth, as we're recording this, and uh, hope you have had a great day today. I
0: have. I, you know, can't lie. I wish I could be heading to a a nice patio bar to knock back a couple beers after this, but I'll have to wait a couple months or maybe a month. We'll give it a month, and then I think I might be able to do that. So, All no right. complaints here. So um, we have some good stuff to talk about this week. The first. Uh, would be just some of the trends that we're seeing on USHIP uh, and how they are stacking up against trends that we're seeing in the freight marketplace at large.
1: Yeah, Joe, let's just jump into that one right away. Yeah. I then there's a lot of interest in that, especially for those, um, those providers out there listening and want to know kind of what, what's happening. They may not have time to read a lot of the industry trades or what others are saying, but I'm sure there was a lot of discussion going on at truck stops and um, along the road at different places um, and, and phone calls and texts and things. So here's here's what we're seeing um there frankly there's not some not so great news coming out of the industry and we are talking um you know full truckload uh less than truckload a lot of these uh, these carriers who are um, shipping for businesses on a spot market uh, basis um seeing phrases like demand is falling off a cliff um, mm-hmm. not afraid to go around downward spiral i mean you get the picture right it's uh it's, they're they're talking about it becoming very difficult to find shipments. Um, I know in some categories on UShip, that has been the case, especially within certain some uh, areas of motorcycles. But there is really good news that I'd like to report to you, and that is, and the and everyone listening, and that is um, uh, to the carriers on UShip, and that is we are actually already seeing a bit of a bounce back, um, a strong bounce back actually across the board on UShip. So um, volumes really are kind of coming back. Uh, to um, to pre COVID nineteen levels, um, which we really kind of considered um, about about March twelfth range um, till now. So we're talking you know about five to six weeks ago, mm-hmm. and so in other words, demand is back, um, and that means and we we define demand as listings that are created and and matches slash conversions on the site. That means a shipper and a carrier have been matched on the site and uh, begun communication to make that, that work. Um, we've seen rates remain pretty steady during this time. Um, bid activity on shipments has, have actually has remained pretty steady over the time. And um, uh, that, that's just some pretty uh, – so, so positive outlook on that. We're only going to see those numbers, I think, continue to stay strong. So if you're looking for shipments, looking for, for freight, um, continue to kind of um, diversify however you can within your kind of specialty category if you've got one uh speaking of categories motorcycles and boats are both up Uh, vehicles are up to a degree uh, not as much as maybe motorcycles are household goods are up Um, i think we're needing some more carriers to fulfill those shipments on that side so um, keep an eye out for those Uh, heavy equipment has kind of remained strong throughout uh, maybe because construction has continued that'd that'd be one thought Um, so change your safe search to kind of expand your your spectrum maybe remove some filters and get creative with how you might want to find new shipments. Cause they're, they're out there. We get about, we have about 8,000 shipments now on average at any given point on U ship. So there's stuff there. So yeah. um, um, some people are talking about no freight at all. We've got some freight there that you can get. And, and by the way, we have seen some interest in other carriers coming on the site. So uh, over the last you know period of time, there's been an increase in registrations. So um, there's, there's more, people looking for shipments and, and USHIP is a place that they're going to find those. Yeah, that's a great
0: indicator that uh, there is interest in the lows that are there. And yeah, just to speak a little bit about, you know, what you brought up, um, the saved search feature is a is a great way to really hone in on, on the types of shipments that you're interested in in the areas that you're interested in serving them. And you can set it so that you'll you know, get email alerts whenever those pop up so that you can be, um, you know, if, it's, if you want to be the first carrier in on it, you can set it up so that any time a shipment that matches your criteria comes in, you get an email instantly. Um, and uh, specifically to the household good commodity, that is where the bulk of our exclusive shipments with our repeat business-to-business to business clients um, right. are, are coming from. So yeah. getting started in that commodity right now, um it is a, a great time because as you build up in that commodity you uh you begin to gain access to these exclusive shipments and those are from repeat business clients looking to you know work with the same carriers over and over again so it's it's a good opportunity to get in on that
1: and joe just a reminder on those shipments um those are name your price shipments or those are uh, offer shipments I should mm-hmm. say. and so um, there isn't that necessarily that long uh, bidding Process that goes on for auction listings. So exactly, um, they're,
0: they're looking to get it
1: moved. Yep, and they're yeah. they're they're a sure thing. So that's um, and, and they're right. Yeah, you're right. They're motivated and they want to get it moved.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's all good stuff. And I, I think that segues kind of into uh, you know, as we say, you know, come and access these shipments. That this is also a really good time uh, to to look at your profile. If you've got a profile on UShip already, to maybe kind of audit it, uh, give it a look over. Um, or make sure that if you're joining the site now that your profile is up to a, a good standard. Um, mm-hmm. And there's some stuff you can do. You know, I think, you know, the best thing, the first impression that a, a person that is potentially going to book with you is going to see is that written portion of your profile uh, where you describe your company and your services. Um, I think this is a great time to write something that um, is an accurate description of what you do, your experience, and, um, and you know, really, just looking for three to four sentences, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. It's, there's no, there's no rule for it, but something that will you know catch the eye of a potential customer, or at least reassure them that you have the the right experience and uh, you know equipment and uh, mindset to get these shipments done. And another thing you can do for that is really just uh, go back over that once you've written it, make sure that you know you're not making any really obvious grammatical errors, that everything's spelled correctly, everything's capitalized that needs to be. Um, just little things that you know can differentiate you from another carrier that may not have invested the same same kind of attention to detail into that because ultimately you know while it may not be related to shipment just that sort of attention to detail it does come across if it's something that it, it shows in your profile it means that it's going to show in in the work that you produce um, absolutely. absolutely the other thing other thing to do too is make sure that you've gone in and and Taking pictures of your equipment—that's um, just a great way to stand out to a client. I, I know specifically within household goods or within boats, you know, taking a picture of what you know you're using the haul. Maybe taking a picture of, of your care for goods. You know how you're strapping shipments down, how you're you know blanket wrapping and shrink wrapping shipments, and and you know, uh, ratcheting them down in the in the back of your truck. All mm-hmm. that stuff makes a difference, and it's this is a good time, you know, to to go in and make sure that you know you are highlighting that, that
1: portion of your business. Absolutely. And, and one, Joe, one other comment on the, on the profile. Um, mm-hmm. This is the time to get some help on something like this. I mean, if you're out there driving and you're on the road, one of the last things you probably want to do is sit down and, and write something out like this. This is probably not your uh, top thing on your list. It becomes number 50 very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, delegate this to someone, you know, a spouse, you know, your kid, um, they're probably at home maybe not doing much anyway, ask them for help. You know, there's always that buddy who's always been good with words. You know, ask them. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know what? Call story. us.
0: If you've written something and you've got it on your profile and you just want somebody to catch an eye over it, call member support. They'd be happy. You know, they're not going to write it for you, but they'll definitely give it a once over and say, hey, you know what? That looks good. Um, they'd be happy to do that for you.
1: And and here's, here's the other thing I would say too is, it's opposed to just saying something like, we can help you get your um, item shipped, you know, nationwide safely. I mean, that's fine, but wouldn't it be nice to say something along the lines of, for eight years or whatever, as long you've been in business, we've helped consumers and and businesses, you know, ship the large items through our Sprinter van or box truck. I mean, add a little bit more flavor and color to so it, kind of builds out who you are and what you what you represent. And again, check for uh, check for typos, um, check for you know don't do all caps on in some circles that says that you're screaming and that's not necessarily what you want to convey on social social media um just uh, approach that thing with with um, some care and some diligence and again get help on it and i agree on the photos this is you know, pho- phones are such a way that they make it really easy just snap 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 and away you go um if you can show a clean truck if you can show a clean trailer um people want to know that you care for your items just uh, like you'll care for theirs. And so that's, that, sh- that sends the right message. Yeah, absolutely. That's good advice.
0: And, you know, you had some information too that's just interesting on, on how um, consumers view profiles and ratings.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, so there was a study that came out from Pew research. They're a big research firm. And um, they say that f- people who are under 50 years of age, um, um, half of them will read reviews before they they click buy or they make a commitment online and i think that number is pretty low i think everybody if you think about you know if you're gonna buy something on amazon unless you're a repeat buyer of an item there you or ebay or something you know you're sure and or, or you're gonna stay in an airbnb um and even on usually people do read the reviews mm-hmm. to make sure that what they're what they're getting into is what they bargain for and so take advantage of that um we are now counting repeat customers as uh, you know their uh, their reviews do count towards your um, your reviews and your your score and so try to go out to old maybe maybe recent customers and say, "Hey, I noticed you didn't write a review. can I get you to do one for me um, on the site and just build up that review equity on the site uh, that you've got in your profile and that can go a long way to booking your business
0: yeah that's great advice yeah and you know i I think even if it it all seems similar to you, it's just another review, you know, just as somebody that does buy stuff online, you know, when I look through things, there's, there's certain, if I'm looking for to to use somebody's services or I'm looking to buy an item, it's kind of the same thing. There's always kind of keywords you're looking for. Like, I want to know if this person successfully does this. And, you know, I'd like to see a review that says that they're communicative or that the, their uh, care of goods is, is excellent. Um, And seeing other people say that gives me comfort that when I, you know, Book or transact with this. That that means that the the specific things I'm going to be looking for are met. Um, and so I, I do think it's just really important that um, you know, you know, obviously don't harass anybody. But you know, I think it's reasonable to reach out to people and say, hey, I really appreciate the business. It would really help my business if you would, um, you know, go in and, and leave a review. Um, each one helps.
1: Yeah, couldn't agree more. I think that's 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 a great outlook on it.
0: Yeah. Um, We did have one last topic, Dean, um, and that was uh, a study that came out recently.
1: Yep. This is one that came out from um, the University of Washington Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation. So that's a mouthful, but still I think what it means is they look at trends. I think that's if I were to sum it up. Mm -hmm. And they have done a computer modeling around acceptable conditions for states to open up and kind of ease the social distancing, assuming that there's adequate testing and contact tracing and isolation and all those words that we've been hearing about these days. And, and it's a little bit, unfortunately it's a little bit later um, than what some places have originally recommended. Um, but again, this is just their outlook on it. It's a, it's a computer model. And we've seen that computer models are always the, um, the most accurate thing. So uh, for example, if you are in Texas and that's where you ship primarily they're saying late May is kind of the reopen date. Um, uh, they're saying California, it's mid-May, uh, and if you're looking at Arizona and um, in Colorado, actually not Colorado, uh, Utah, um, that's more like early June. And down in Florida and Georgia, they're saying early June. Uh, if you're if you ship in the Northeast, you know uh, New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, primarily there, and maybe even into um, uh, uh, new kind of more new england states um that's more of a of a late may uh, situation going on there and in illinois and the great lake states you're looking at probably the the mid to late may as well so it kind of is all, all over the map literally um but it's um it's something to think about and again every state's going to probably do what they want to do based on what the governor uh chooses to do and the executive order that comes out of that so this could be completely blown up and changed in a matter of days, but I thought that was just some interesting, um, interesting information to share. So it's it, it really yeah. is a hodgepodge of when these states can open, when they when they're not.
0: Yeah, but I you know, and I I read that study too, and you know the people who uh, came up with it, they strongly advised that not to take that as the sole piece of information yep. informing a decision. But I think the The big takeaway for me from that is, you know, here we are, it's, uh, you know, we're heading into the the last week of April. Um, There's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that's the big takeaway. Um, We just need to get through the next, you know, couple of three, you know, two, three weeks. And, you know, we're going to be on on the other side. Does that mean that everything's going to be a light switch and go back to normal? No, but it does start the process to getting back to normal. And I think that you're going to start seeing things open back up, you're going to start seeing Um, specific aspects of consumer economy uh, opening back up, which is what's really going to be driving freight. Um, You know, for instance, I think Toyota just announced today that they're reopening their factories uh, at the beginning of May, Mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, obviously the trickle down effect from that is they're going to be shipping more cars. And I think you're going to start seeing other factories starting to do the same and other industries that have been shut down doing the same thing. So, you know, the encouraging thing there is that, um, you know, they're, they're, we are on the back side of the curve in most places and um you know this is a good time to get ready for it to open back up and and be um in a position to to handle that uptick um because you know i i try to be an optimist about it and i do think it's coming and uh this study just kind of shows that hey the steps we've been taking are working um and it looks like we're going to be able to ease a lot of these restrictions um and and start you know returning to you know, not normalcy before March 12th, but, uh, a a form of it. And, uh, that's, that's really encouraging.
1: Yep. Absolutely. You know, I think it's, that's well said, Joe. Yeah. Well, Dean, that's that's all I had for the, for this week in terms of information, I I wanted to get out there and share with you and and everybody. So,
0: yeah, I think this was, um, a lot of useful stuff. Um, as always, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, we, we look to, uh, you know, we recorded this on, 24th, which is a Friday. We'll probably put this out on Monday, but, um, you know, we might be back later this week with another episode as things change, but, uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Um, take a minute to, to subscribe to the podcast, give it a review if if it's useful for you. Um, we always appreciate it. Um, and Dean, I always appreciate your time. I hope you have a good weekend.
1: Thanks Joe. You too. Happy birthday. Thanks.